So I was at the airport the other day. Here we go. Here we go. And Episode six. The woman at the ticket window had these big, big, giant breasts. Huge. It's huge. Just nice. Okay. So the guy ahead of me is headed up to the ticket window, and he goes, hey, can I get two tickets to Pittsburgh? <laughs> so everyone in line starts laughing, and the guy behind me is laughing. So the guy in front of me goes to the guy behind me and says, hey, why are you laughing at me? You never messed up before? And the guy goes, no, I'm laughing because I messed up this morning. I was sitting with my wife of 20 years, and I meant to say, honey, can you pass the salt? But instead, I said, you fucking cunt, you ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You feel better now? You got your joke out of the way for the day? Mm-hmm. You feel good? You know what that reminds me of? Yeah. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. With the, the uh, pilot? Yeah. He turns his mic on. <laughs> what I could really go now. Honey, don't forget the coffee. Don't forget the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me. It was a, it's a joke. What are you talking about? You got to start off episode six with a little bit of flavor. Episode six. I guarantee you we're not talking about Jamal Adams. How about that? Not I, happening. I'm, I'm happy with that guarantee. Not happening. We may get into some weird shit today, but Jamal Adams will not be part of it. All right. You like that? We'll see where it goes. All right. You want to go to space? I do. Let me ask you a question. I offer you... $150,000 to go to space. You have to live there for one year, and you can't take anybody with you. You have to, a hundred and, what did I say, hundred grand, hundred fifty grand? How much do astronauts get paid, you think? I don't know. Got to be a pretty penny, though, wouldn't you think? They're doing a lot. Or are they just like men of science, and they're just, you know. Doing it for the fun of it? Yeah. No. Can't be. You think it's like a real can't job? Can't be. It's like a career? Yeah, I do think being an astronaut is a career. So they're <laughs> you see many uh, astronaut lawyers. I'm not. I don't know. Rolling uh, two careers at once. There's also not that many air- astronauts. How many astronauts? So do they may get paid more for like appearances afterwards than they get paid for actually doing it. All right. So let's stick with the topic. I give you 150 grand. Yep. You not being an astronaut, having no knowledge whatsoever of yep. how I already know any my answer. type of rocket works. Nothing. You don't know anything. You have to go up. It'll be you and a trained astronaut so that you're actually, you can survive up there. You and a trained astronaut, 150 grand, one year. You can't take anybody or any of your possessions with you. You doing it? Yeah. You would do it? Yep. Do it for free. (laughs) I'll write my tell-all afterwards when I see all the aliens and whatnot up there. Do it for free? Yeah. No. See, now you're just... Well, if you're going to give me 150 grand, I'll take the 150 oh, grand. Of course you would. But free? A year in space? It's amazing. Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I, Of course it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but I feel like I would be good with maybe like a day, a day or two. Let's see what it's like. It takes a day get... to get there. A week. I'll give you a week. <laughs> How about that? All right. Two weeks. It can be like a nice long trip to uh, Bora Bora. Two weeks. See, which do you pick? Bora Bora. Or space? Or space. I think I'm going to go Bora Bora. Really? Yeah, and I don't even know if Bora Bora is a good place. That's just the thing. Oh, it's beautiful. Top of my mind. That's just what came to came to mind. But I'm a thousand percent choosing Bora Bora every single time over space. I don't even know. All right. It takes you a day to get to space. Now, you, now you're there. Mm-hmm. You have 364 days left. What are you doing? I'm floating around, hitting all the walls, taking pictures of the earth flying by the window. Great, great. 
That's what? Eating, three, three days worth of material? Eating out of a little toothpaste container? Another another two days worth? No, that's every day. I'm aware do of all that. that every day. I'm aware of that. So don't yeah. you think that would get a little old? You know, astronaut stuff, like we're, you know, little You're not spacewalks. That, that's, that's part of the... The thing you're not an actor. So I'm not allowed to do the spacewalks and you all the cool stuff. You can do the spacewalks, but you're not going to be doing anything scientific aside from literally. Oh, I'll around. learn. I'm there with an astronaut. Of course you'll learn, but it's going to take you a while. I mean, these guys go to school forever. Yeah, you're only there for a year. I'm there with the, with the pro, so you know I'll do all the uh, spacewalks. I feel like I would get very bored in space. That's just me. Very bored. Is there TV? Can you watch TV? Um, How's the signal? I, I think you can get like uh, you get the, the recorded stuff. Game pass? So you'd be fine. You you put like a Seinfeld DVD in, you'd be good. Uh, I'll be all right. You give me a Seinfeld DVD, a season or two of Seinfeld, and I can knock out a few hours. I don't know. I'm going bore bore. Space to me would be very boring after after a while. Floating around. Yeah, but it's it's like being at the Grand Canyon for a full year. Which you would do also? That's, that might be more boring. Well, I've never seen the Grand Canyon, so it might be beautiful to look at every day. I'm sure it is. Nobody's debating the like the spectacle of space. Of course it's beautiful. There's no question. You're going to get some amazing shots Quarantine of the Earth. Quarantine is boring. I agree. But you're going to get some amazing shots of the Earth, and you're going to get some a great experience. But how are you not going to be bored after... I'll give you a month, and I don't even know what you're doing for three of those weeks. So I'll give you a, a month. You're telling me you're not going to be bored? A month? No, because I could spend a good month just photographing different parts of the Earth. Because I've, I've, like, researched that whole part of it. Photographing the Earth? From, from like, a spa- space center. Okay. So how, that long, itself is how long do you think you could do the, realistically do that before, before you got a little, all right, how long can I do this? At least a month. Okay, now you got 11 Because there's so many different parts of it, and then if you miss it once, you know, you got to wait. So 11 months to go. you got to wait, like, I think, like, six or seven minutes to try again. If you what? If you missed what shot you're trying to pull off. you got to wait. Yeah, okay, all right, so I'll give you a month. you got 11 months left. I'd find something else to do. What? You're in space. (laughs) I'm sure there's stuff to do up there. you can do. I'm te- I really think there's I nothing to do. I do some astronaut shit. Hmm. I think you're going to be very bored in space. I'm, I'm very bored here Bora sometimes. Bora. I'm taking the two weeks in Bora Bora. I'll have a pina colada. You'll be there with your toothpaste. Who's going to come back with the better photos can. and the better stories? I guarantee you, you will have the better photos. And probably the better stories. <laughs> Depending on what Bora Bora has to offer, but you're not a beach guy. You ain't go to Bora Bora. Listen, I can sit my ass by the pool. All inclusive resort in Bora Bora. You don't even know where Bora Bora is. Not you can't even spell Bora Bora. B O R A. Dos. I'm telling you, Bora Bora, more appealing to most than space. I don't know if you're right about that. What about like going to Mars? You want to go to Mars? Now that. Is different because nobody's with, been there. So with like an objective, you're good with it. What if you went to the moon? Very few people have been there. A lot of people have been to Bora Bora. Okay, I listen. My argument is not that I don't want to go and experience these things because I absolutely do. Obviously, it would be one of the coolest experiences ever in the history of literally mankind to walk on the moon. But 
when you're done walking on the moon, what are you doing with the rest of the time? Where's, how are you passing your days? You act like you, you do such profound stuff down here on Earth. I don't do such profound stuff on down here on Earth, but there's things to distract me down here on Earth. Where up there, you're floating around a tube. See? You can't go out. You can't go for a walk. I feel like it would take me a long time to get sick of just the spectacle of being in space. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Especially if I got to go to like... It's possible if I got to go to Mars. You could explore Mars forever. Mars is different because nobody's ever been there, at least to my knowledge, on foot from, no, 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 a, from a mankind perspective. Yeah, nobody's have, ever set foot on, on Mars. Mars nobody's landed there yet. We've, I think we've dropped some rovers and shit. We have several rovers On there. Mars. But nobody's some ever have been, actually been some there. Some have been kicking for like 15 years. So Still I, going. I think if me and you were to go to Mars, we could explore and actually have a pretty good Live time. stream? If you can get a signal. We'll, we'll run like a really long Ethernet cable. I think they have those at uh, Dwayne Reed. Maybe like PC Richards. Can I get your Galaxy Ethernet, please? <laughs> Extends the length. <laughs> uh, Do you have it in Lightyear? Lightyear? That's not a bad phone call. <laughs> Frank phone call? <laughs> yeah, we can get into that. Too. That's not a bad Frank phone call. Uh, Hop onto our YouTube. Yes. We got Rich's girlfriend, Casey, with a really good prank phone call. We did. Um, check yeah, it out. go check it out. It's good stuff. Streaming on YouTube right now, as well as us. You can see us right now. The fifth episode that they can see us on YouTube. We're also on Spotify and iTunes. So good stuff. Be sure to stream us, subscribe, and follow. I think me and you on Mars, we could have a good time. Because you're Absolutely. very... Uh, what's the word? You're a very adventurous, explorative... I don't even know if... It, is explorative a word? Uh, Explorative? I think you said it right the first time. Explorative. You're a very explorative guy. You know, you like to go out and experience new things. You want to wrestle an alligator. We've gotten a, we've gotten into that in the past. I think in Mars you would thrive. I, I think you time. would be in your happy zone if we were to land on Mars. So I'm, I'm saying I'll do some astronaut shit. And we don't even know what we're going to find there. We know. We have an idea. We have an idea, but what about the unknown? I mean, the rovers have covered a lot of the territory but what if we found water what if we me and you we discovered water on mars yeah we were the ones that got the do we drink the it? names on i'd let one of the real astronauts test it and do their thing with it first <laughs> mm-hmm. okay what if like it was neil armstrong buzz aldrin rich warnock billy pop Emanuel? Sounds like a really, really bad sci-fi movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be pretty cool. I feel like that's how all great... Ho- this is. This could be, you know... W- in the past, we've dabbled with some writing, some uh, some screenwriting, some television stuff. How about oh, I, that? I have some sci-fis on Two deck. guys who host a podcast decide one day that they want to go to Mars. NASA contacts them and, and they says, start you know a GoFundMe? What? You want to go to Mars? Be our guinea pigs. And they go. The rest. It's almost like Armageddon. Why are you going to send some, the writing can take over some from there. diggers from Texas instead of trained astronauts? Armageddon's one of my favorite movies. Really? Loved it. Loved it. it it's definitely good, but the science behind it is just so laughable. Sending oil diggers to rescue the planet? It would definitely take a shorter period of time to teach an astronaut to dig a hole than, than it, it would, would to teach a digger to be an astronaut? Yeah. 
That's a fair point. And even the size of the, the asteroid in it, they said it was like the size of Texas or something like that, right? Yeah, I think so. The one that killed the dinosaur was only like a mile wide. All the, and extinct the entire planet. Made the entire planet extinct. And caused an ice age. It was only a mile wide. Yeah. So this was kind of like a... But it's, isn't that the point? It's unprecedented. It's never been seen before. It's a film. Well, it's also like... What was the time span in that? Like three weeks or something? They had a little bit of time, not a lot. They would see that from coming from so far away. We'd have so much warning. Well, maybe they thought it was going to pass, and then it took a turn and started coming right towards Earth. They weren't worried about it. They'd, the first, still, say, they'd still have it tracked from so far away. You would think. It's NASA. It's Michael Bay. <laughs> and Bruce Willis exactly and Bruce Willis so they offered me and you to go to Mars retainer retainer that was before uh, his uh, Armageddon days yeah Goodwill Hunting was before Armageddon not by much though right what was Armageddon like 2000 uh, no I think it was 1990 something 98 maybe it's a simple Google search but not really rele- relevant to what we're talking about here. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll go to space. 150 grand? You're leaving everybody behind? Yeah. Do you think... Sorry, Mello. Yeah. Sorry, Mello. What about Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> That's a separate conversation. <laughs> That's a separate... Uh, do you think it would be hard for you to, ad- you to adapt when you got home after the year? Do you think you'd just jump right back into the fold? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Very interesting. Never Space been, is an interesting been there. is an interesting game, man. Let me tell you. I hear you grow a couple inches when you've been in space for a long time. Really? Yeah, because no gravity, you like get stretched out. Nice. That's cool. You'd be almost seven foot, probably. An extra six inches? No, nah, I think it's only like an inch or two, but yeah, still. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Six five, six six. Take that. <clears throat> All right, turn. Licking himself. I think he would do in space. Have animals gone to space? Yeah. How do they do? I think they've sent like some chimpanzees and some monkeys and stuff like that. Mm. Fascinating stuff. What movie was I watching it recently? The, oh, I was watching uh, Space Force on Netflix uh. with Steve Carell. Okay. <laughs> so not factually accurate at all. No, it's it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. But they had uh, monkeys that were working on the space station. Yeah, it was funny. You ever wonder why monkeys were the chosen animals to go up to space? Or to get all these demonstrations done on them? Probably because they're closest to us, like, biologically. Yeah, I would think so. But... If we were trying to figure out if we could live on another planet, shouldn't we be sending everything? What do you mean, like humans? Right away? No, I would say, like, let's just see if a cat could survive on, on Mars. They they may have done that. I'm sure they sent a dog or a cat. And whatever, you think we would hear if it didn't make it? <laughs> we probably wouldn't hear if, we, if it didn't make NASA it. NASA wouldn't report that, huh? Well, it didn't go so well. <laughs> Rufus didn't come back. <laughs> you, got a, you got a hero's ceremony <laughs> yeah, back down yeah. here on Earth. He got a, a hero's welcome when he returned. Took all nine of his lives. But he's a all hero. All in one shot. 
All in one shot. But he is a hero. All right. We'll look into to the space thing. See if NASA's looking for two volunteers for uh, Mars exploration. We'll see if that's a possibility. See if we can get like a garage par- party podcast uh, grant to build our own that's little not bad. SpaceX. We're trying to get our own garage party podcast brew. Yeah, that would be cool. Our own if you're beer. a brewer, a brewmaster. Uh, if you're a brewmaster, contact us because we're very interested in speaking with you. We want our own beer. Uh, and we want it now. We're trying to... F- that's the case with any beer ever. Uh, we're playing around with some names. What do you think? What do you got in the tank so far? The uh, I kind of like party in the garage. Or should, we, or should it be like something a little more simple? Um... GPP IPA. <laughs> well, that's not bad. GPP, though, I don't know if people are going to know what that stands for. Oh, we'll make GP, them, isn't that like a gastropub? I think you're just finding stuff with nah. with a G and a P in nah. it. Nah. Nah. Our own beer. That would be really cool. Do be live something. shows from a brewery. It's going to happen. We're working on it. You even do it from like a restaurant around here on Bell Boulevard. We'll do it in the middle of the street. Yep. We're working on it. They have like tables like in the middle of parking spots on Bell now. Yeah, it's wild. I walk down there all the time and uh, packed. Yeah. Jam packed. A lot of people out there dining outside. I don't know how they're doing it today. Today is as hot as it gets. Super humid. Super hot. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Um, I think too cold. You would rather be too cold? Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, I feel the same way. Because, like, there's no running from the heat. It's just hot. You're just... Cold, you yeah. can put on a lot of layers, and you can tolerate it well, no. for All longer. Right. So let's let's throw some stipulations on this bitch. So, completely naked. Too hot, too cold. And no blankets, no air conditioners if, you're t- if it's too hot. You have to be... Give me, a, like, a temperature range here. Two hours in a room, too hot or too cold. Naked. But give me, like, a temperature. Because, like, what's too hot for, like, too hot for what? 10 degrees hotter. I just have to sit there for two hours? 10 degrees hotter than today. Like, because I've sat in a sauna for an hour. All right. No, 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 no. All right. So maybe naked's not the way to go then. And maybe just sitting there isn't the way to go. So you got to walk. Give me, like, a task. Walk five miles. Too hot or too cold? Naked. Too cold. Five miles, though? Five Probably miles. die. Like, what's too cold? 20s? Like, just before frostbite level. Just before. <laughs> Five degrees before. For, for the length that I'm going? Not a polar vortex, <laughs> but, like, really fucking cold. You and know I'm that, naked, you know barefoot. When, we'll give you some and shoes. And what's the terrain, is it? Okay, we'll shoes. We'll give you some shoes, because okay. we don't want you to lose a toe. Well, even in the else. heat, even yeah. in the heat, you got shoes in both places, like, ah, ah. and maybe something to cover up the junk. A little loincloth. Well, that's so I'm Tarzan. Very sensitive area. Yes, exactly. And I have, I have a five mile stretch through either desert or a tundra. No hills. Just walk five miles in a row, and when you get to the other end, there's either an air conditioner waiting for you or heat. Five miles. I think I take the heat. But you'd rather be too cold. Climate-wise, because I don't think the cold will kill me quicker, I think. The cold? The heat, I know 
there's like dehydration, you but right. you can go 30 days without water. You can't water. die, and you can't get frostbite. You're just really uncomfortably cold. Like, really uncomfortably fucking cold. Okay, so then I go... If I can't die, if you're taking death out of the equation... Death yeah, is just... out of the equation. But, cold. <laughs> <laughs> I take the tundra. You take the tundra? Yeah. Okay. It's interesting. I don't know what I would take. I think I'd take the tundra, too, but there are some days I'm walking out there, I got a big coat on, you know, a couple layers, and I'm still fucking cold. Makes you move faster, though. Five miles. The heat, like I walk out into the humidity, and I, yeah, I feel like I'm not moving. Yeah, you're just kind of like, like oof, stuck. Everything's in, place. in slow motion. Yeah, agreed, agreed. It's that island humidity we have over here. That's very all right. So you'd rather do it in the tundra? Okay, it, this, I can respect that. That's this, a good pick. Uh, well, this five mile task, I I think I take the heat. Yeah. Said. Now, how about at night when you're trying to go to sleep? I, I can't sleep when it's too hot. Neither can I. Yeah. So you'd take being too cold at night. Yeah, you just, you know, you get under the big blankets, throw some sweats on. Mm-hmm. Make it work. Yeah. Make it work. That I can do. Okay. You ever sleep in a tent? I have not. I have a couple times. Any good? Can't uh, be yeah. great. Come on. I mean, come on. The whole it's idea fine. of camping a as a whole. Sleeping bag? Camping as a whole to me, I don't see the appeal. When I think of camping, I think of no air conditioning, mostly done in the summertime, in the woods, bugs everywhere. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> you haven't been wrong yet. You're eating stuff that you cooked off a pile of rocks that you scraped together to make fire. If you were able to somehow get food. See, there, there's levels to camping. There's, like, hiking out to the middle of the woods. I'm not talking about somebody who goes camping in, like, a 80-foot RV. I'm talking about somebody who goes camping and lives in, in a tent in the woods for three days or a weekend, a long weekend. I mean, you could still, like, grill up a hot dog over a fire. How do you shower? How do you bathe? You probably don't, unless you find a little river or something. How do you – I mean – so there's different levels to this. Are we talking about like like legit camping where you have to f- find your food? Oh, I would like to try that. <laughs> I mean like I don't know talking if I'm, about I'm probably like, not qualified, but you got to find your food, catch it, whatever the hell it may be. So you're talking like bear grills like Yeah. Make your own shelter everything. Make your own shelter almost like castaway, but voluntarily. I mean I would try it. It's not ideal. Like for like a... I wouldn't consider that vacation. No, it's more of a challenge. Yeah. Would you do that? One week. One week? One week. In the wilderness. Do I have Bear girls with me? No. You're on your own. I'm, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna last. Why not? I, I've never done that before. A week? Does anyone know I'm well, there? Alright, so what... Yeah, people know you're there. They dropped you you're off. You're putting me through some intense hypotheticals today. As soon as they drop you off, they start to Space clock. travel, tundras and deserts. It's and episode six, Billy. It's episode six. It's Jesus episode Christ. Six. It's big time. They drop you off. You got your two pickets to Pittsburgh. I, I am en route. <laughs> I am en route. Uh, they drop you off. They start the clock seven days from that point. They come back and they get you exactly seven days later. 
you have to survive. Can you? No clothing. I don't know. No clothing. No clothing. Naked and afraid style. Naked and afraid style. No clothing. You got to make it, find it. I feel like some wear. of those guys just know so much stuff. Well, I feel like you're an adventurous guy. I yeah, said but it they before. they you're know very, like uh, they know what plants plants to lead them which way and yeah, you don't know those things. No, I don't either. How to make a a shank with a bone arrow, or how to make a weapon to kill a deer? I'll give you. I'll, gi- I'll give you a knife. I have a knife. You have a knife, and you got a match. Not a match. A, like flint. a lighter. A lighter. Flint. A flint. Yeah. What is a flint? It's to spark. No, no, no. You got a lighter. You could light You could light stuff. Okay. A knife, a lighter, and a canteen that's unfilled. You got to fill it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I do. Probably not very well. Seven days. I don't know if I make it seven days. You don't know if you make it? You have to. Not for lack of trying. So what would be your first move? I would say you've got to find something that you can eat. Or else you're going to get weak pretty quick. Or, and then you're really not going to make no, it. No, I think I'd start with finding an area that I can uh, set up a camp. Call your own? Your own home for yeah, those like, seven you know, days? That part I, I think I could do pretty well. Like make a little uh, little house out of branches and whatnot and leaves. <laughs> Maybe there's a cave. See, that's dangerous because like, what's living in that cave? Maybe your dinner. I do have a knife. You got a knife. Not going to do you very good against a grizzly. Yeah. Depends on what kind of wilderness we're talking about here. Uh, see, yeah, there's a lot of variables. Mm-hmm. But I think I start with the shelter. Should we do this? Should we do this as a challenge? And set it up? Are you going to helicopter me in somewhere? No, you can do it in like the woods somewhere. Sit. Like, I just told you I probably will die. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, all right, what concerns you the most? Dying. No, 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 aside from, from death, because obviously death concerns us all. Aside from death, from the thought of it, what concerns you the most about being dropped off in the wilderness for seven days? What worries you the most? What keeps you up at night? Um, so, like, is this like a plane crash scenario? I'm the only survivor. It's in the middle of the woods. Sure. <laughs> like, I but like, for seven days, and then you get rescued. Yeah, I don't know if I could just find my own food and cook it. And yeah, that would be my main concern, would be the food. It's probably the hardest part. What right? about bugs? Yeah, bugs will suck, too. They, they could probably kill you also. It depends. Infections. And water is obviously important, too. Do you see my point here? All of this is camping. No, 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 no. This no. is camping, what no. we just discussed no, here. No, 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 no. It absolutely is. Except you have a tent. No, no, no. And maybe you bring your own food in a cooler. There's different levels to this camping. That's like wilderness survival. That's not camping. The only difference is you are bringing shelter with you, and you can opt out and leave anytime you want. The yeah. bugs are still there. It's still the wild. I'm talking just Anything like... Anything could come out at you at any point. At a campsite. Just camp because you got a tent is not going to protect I'm you. talking at a campsite. No, no, no. With, no, like, no, a beautiful no. Yeah, overlooking area a nice brook. Or... Yeah, don't give me that nonsense. I'm talking about you drive out in the middle of the woods with a tent and some food. Oh, so now I have a tent. Well, like and camping. now I have food. Like camping. Yeah. People go camping that yeah, don't that necessarily I do. go to... I, I don't... I, 
that I could do. I'm not prepared to like survive in the main an animal. <laughs> like I don't, I've but never you, done you're it. You're the one who wanted to wrestle an alligator. Yeah. If if well, if that was the first time I wrestled an alligator, he better be ready. Because <laughs> then it's my fucking survival. It also is. <laughs> it's all... <laughs> he's I'd be dead. like, instructor! Yeah, oh, he's, he's not here. There is no instructor. And all I have is this goddamn knife. I drive it right through his head. Yeah, good luck with that. You know how thick that skin is? Very We've thick. been over this before. He never gets... No, no. 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 You're better off fishing. Much better off finding a body of water and throwing a spear. I've also never fished. Fish. I've never gone fishing. This is not fishing. This is not with a Zepco reel. This is like you find a stick and throw it at a fish that you see running. Or, if you really want to get creative, try and just grab it with I've your bare crabbing. hands. I've gone crabbing. I've never gone I've gone crabbing. Yeah. Crabbing is tough in the wilderness. You don't have a rope. You don't have chicken. You don't have a cage. <laughs> I don't have a chicken leg to slowly yeah. pull up. <laughs> <laughs> you also have a flashlight. So maybe you could use that for the, not, the crabbing. All right. We're getting there. Yeah. But I don't know if the flashlight really helps. Crabbing. We're going to shine it at a deer or bear. I'd rather see my enemy. <laughs> I think I'd rather let him uh, just take you. Yeah, in the, in the darkness. Hmm. I don't know about that. I probably hear him coming. What's the animal you're afraid of the most? Animal I'm afraid of the most. I have a good one. Like on a on a daily basis. I mean, daily basis, but also like, if you were, yeah, it has to be something that you could legitimately come in contact with. Like, don't give me like a wolf. Because you, you know, you know, the odds of you coming in contact with a wolf are slim to none. So like, unless a really, you see one at a zoo, a really hungry like pit bull. Like, what am I gonna? <laughs> That's see? what the animal. What am I gonna see in Queens? I would no, no, no. Like it, you go, you've been to, on a bunch of different trips. Thailand sharks. The only not a pit bull is what scares you the most. Sh- sharks are, don't attack that often. If you were out in the ocean, I guess in sharks more likely than most. Stuff. I have a one, and it terrifies me to death. Shark? Snake. Snake? Because they lay in the grass, you can't see them, and one bite, all over. They could be poisonous, you're done. It's just over for you. Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying. And they're also super quick, so you can't outrun a snake. Yeah. I mean, I would think, I would channel my inner uh, Steve Irwin. (laughs) Yeah, look how that turned out for him. Stingray. That's scary. Stingrays are scary, but those are almost like the more, the most friendly of the sea no, creatures. No, they're not friendly. I mean, if you're going to try to ride its back like Steve Irwin did, yeah, you're probably going to get stung. <laughs> but if you go to an aquarium, you can pet them and shit. It's not like... They don't really like it. They don't like being pet. They don't seem to cause much of a fuss. I've, pe- a I've pet them. We've pet them. What was that aquarium we went to? Is that Chicago? I think so. Pet him. That was uh, Shed's. Shed's Aquarium. Very uh, sandpaper-like skin. Yeah. Smooth. You ever held, like, a snake? Never. I would never in this life come within 10 I've feet of h- I've one. held, like, a pretty decent-sized snake. I've held the boa constrictor, actually. Never. Never. First in, of all, uh, that always terrifies me because, again, they have no bones, so they can just whip around and bite you right in the neck. Yeah, but it's pretty cool when you hold them. You like you feel how strong they are. Yeah, I'm sure that's a, a 
barrel of fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's pretty cool. No interest. Why would I ever... Why would anybody want to risk life and limb by holding a snake? Unless it's drugged. It looks slimy, but it's not. It's interesting. So... You gonna drug it just to hold it? I would. I w- it would have to be heavily, heavily sedated. Absolutely. No way around it. Think about it. If you're holding a snake like this and its head is dangling by your knee, if it wants, there's nothing stopping it from leaning back up and biting you right in the neck, or eye, or face. Possible. You know, depending on his aim. I never hold a held a poisonous one, but it doesn't matter. You get bit in the neck by a snake. You're not gonna die. Why don't you do it and let me know? I don't want to get bit by a snake, but Who I don't think I would die. Who does? I would die if you dropped me off in the middle of the wilderness. We went over that. That's why I'm a little worried about, like, Arizona or Vegas, the snake capitals of the world. Scorpions also. Yeah, those are probably number two for me because they go in your shoe. Yeah, scorpions are pretty scary. I mean, you know. There's also some really scary, like, birds out there, like vultures. But usually they will not attack unless they sense something is dying or already dead. Yeah. Isn't that correct? Yeah. I mean, I could see your point with the birds because they can fly. Like a bald eagle can pick up a deer. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty scary. That's pretty scary. Dr- literally carry it in its talons back to its nest. Terrifying. That's scary. Terrifying. But what if you were in like a safari and there was a lion? Yeah, that would be equally as terrifying. I'm more likely on a daily basis to encounter a snake than I am a lion. Living in Queens, we don't get many... Uh... <laughs> That's what I was saying, like a <laughs> fucking hungry pit bull <laughs> or a diseased pigeon. Uh, yeah. There's Dis- some huge diseased. pigeons around here. I have noticed a lot of big pigeons around They're really big. They might just be feeding off of uh, everything on Bell. Could be. They're uh-huh. eating at the uh, Bourbon Street rooftop yeah. bar. Maybe that's what it is. Pigeons are eating good over here. There was one that landed on my air conditioning yesterday. I think it was fucking... Massive? Had to be at least this big. This big. There you go. So birds are another fear of yours, but sharks don't do it for you. That's very interesting. It, uh, it depends where I am. Mm. I would be terrified if I was out in the ocean and saw It's really not We've that been over likely. This. I think... Like, yeah, you think about it. Seeing a fin to me out in the middle of the ocean, helpless, one of my biggest fears in the world. It's probably why you just don't go in the ocean very much, do you? Not very far. If I do, I'm not usually going past my knees. Yeah, I like to swim as far out as I can. Yeah. Which, sometimes, you know, it, the thought crosses your mind, for sure. <laughs> it's How it, could it not? You just see this How could it not? all just blue underneath you. You can't stand. You're just floating. Especially, like, out here on Long Island, because the water's, like, not that clean. Yeah, you can't see what's below you. Come on. That is an ultimate fear. Like Thailand, I was able to see all the way down. So like all the way out. Not like the whole ocean. But you were able to see beneath like you me. You were you would be out. I can see beneath far, me, and, you and then like I've swam out in Puerto Rico too, like like past the buoys. But I was able to see a decent amount of space below me. Now, aren't the buoys supposed to be where you're supposed to stop? Sometimes, I think in this case, yes. Or is that more of just a guideline? I think it was just because there was boats there, so it's like a, you know, tells you how deep. It's like a marker. Mm. 
One of my biggest fears. Out in the ocean. There's not stand. sharks just everywhere, though. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. Think about being in that situation where you're out in the, in the ocean. As far as you could possibly go, you can't stand anymore. Now you're just floating. And all of a sudden, you feel something brush up against you, and then you see a fin. Where are you going, and what are you doing? There's nothing. If, they, if, if the shark wants you, you it's gotta, game over. You gotta fucking punch that shark in the nose. It's game over. Done. The odds of you punching it in the nose and surviving. The odds it even bites you. I don't even want to. Are probably the same. I'm even just talking about like losing a leg. I'm not even talking about death. How are you going to escape that situation without at least losing a limb? At the ver- You know in that situation when you're out in the middle of the ocean and you feel something brush up against you and see a fin. You know at best, at best, you're only losing an arm. <laughs> that is the best the case leg, scenario. The leg might be more likely, right? Either way, a limb. You're losing something. Something that you went into the ocean with, you're not coming out with. <laughs> Even if it doesn't bite you, you're losing your, your uh, pride and dignity. I would certainly lose mine. When you scream like a girl when you see the fin. It wouldn't be that. It would be the shit in my pants when I finally got back to shore. <laughs> Another new embarrassing moment for you? Yeah, that would, I think that might overtake That it, wouldn't be embarrassing. That's though. not even You'd embarrassing. Be, yeah. I would be a... First of all, you think I would give a fuck? I just survived a shark <laughs> That's attack. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'd wear it like a badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. They, they call that shark sugar, though. Terrifying. Ugh. That's why you're not supposed to peek in the ocean. They, you know? they call that, they say. They call that shark sugar. What is that? When you shit. It makes them want to bite you more. When you shit your pants. Why? I think that also works the same if you pee in the ocean. Isn't that the same? I they they tell you you're not supposed to bleed or pee in the ocean because it attracts sharks. Is that correct, or is that just something that I've the been bleeding told my definitely. entire my entire life? The bleeding definitely. Yeah, because they think that it could be like a wounded. Seal. I've definitely peed in the ocean hundreds of times, though. Of course, we all have. But you're not supposed to. A blood blood could be like a wounded seal. They think that they're they got an easy layup here. Terrifying, <laughs> terrifying. Just thinking about it now is uh, giving me some anxiety. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. I I don't put myself in a situation where I, uh, you know. Where so no I camping, would. huh? Not a camper. Definitely not a camper. Camping just has all the things that I don't really you wouldn't go particularly care for. I guess I would once. It would have to be extremely, extremely like structured, like a tent with an air conditioner. A uh, lot. You a, might not a lot get of, the air conditioner. A lot of bug spray. You can get the br- bug spray. Does bug spray ever even do anything? Have you ever I don't know. have you ever sprayed bug spray on yourself and it actually worked? Ever? I think that the bug spray industry as a whole, one of the biggest scams in the country. Could be. One of the biggest scams in the country. I have never in my life sprayed myself with a bug spray and was like, you know what? The bugs are gone. When has that ever happened? It's gotta do something. I don't think it does a damn thing. I think that they're all just laughing at us. I think like uh some of the citronella products work. Like those, I've never uh, been out those in candles an and those torches. I think those those help a little bit. Keep them away a little bit. Yeah. But are they ever really away? I no. Also, we're in Long Island, so it's you know buggy, buggy. But I have never in my life used a bug spray and been like, "Wow, what a product!" <laughs> they, I think it helps. They to just an magically extent. all disappeared. I think it helps to an extent. Mm. I don't know about that. But they probably, in order for it to work, they'd have to change the formula so many times. 
In order for what to work? The bug spray? Yeah. What do you mean change the formula? Just based on, like, you know, survival of the fittest. Because the ones that don't eat our blood are going to die. So if that bug spray works, they'd have to change the formula for the next breed of mosquito. And they'll have to keep changing it, keep changing it. Well, the, isn't the bug spray just a repellent? Yeah. It's just supposed to keep them away from If it repels them from us, they're going to die and get weeded out, though. The ones that don't go to the repellent, and then they're going to have to keep changing the repellent. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's survival of the fittest. What here. are you saying? Okay. The mosquitoes are going to die because they're not eating us? Yeah. That's no, there's they... always some other schmuck behind you on the trail that doesn't have bug spray. Believe me, they'll be fine. They can also eat animals. But most likely, say we all have the repellent on. So now nationwide, now the almost ones... like a vaccine, we all have bug repellent. Yes. So the the ones that aren't drawn to that repellent and stay away from it aren't going to eat, and they're going to die. And the ones that go to it anyway I don't think... are going to breed... No. Other mosquitoes. No, no. You're it's exactly way how it works. No, you're, it's you're Mother just, Nature. You're just wrong. Because there are 10,000 mosquitoes that live on these private islands where there's no humans. How are they surviving without humans? The same they, way they would survive they still, if we all had a vaccine. There's still animals for them to bite. Exactly. You can't give every animal the But vaccine. it could be the life of death where they are. There's always something for bugs to eat. I do not think that the bugs would have an issue. I, I mean, think it definitely plays a toll, especially in places that are populated by humans. You're talking about desert islands now, just to disprove my... But how are those mosquitoes surviving without <laughs> humans now? The ones on the islands? Yeah. They're doing just fine. How? Because they're biting stuff. What stuff? Pigs. Swine. That's a pig. <laughs> So you're telling me, well, first of all, what's the issue with losing the mosquito population? I don't know if they do anything. I don't think they do anything. I don't think that they do anything except annoy us. Carry disease. Yeah. So maybe that's something that the CDC, when they're done with this whole coronavirus thing, they should look into. Could be worth it. Yeah, I don't know. Could I don't, be worth it. I don't know if they serve a purpose. I think every... Maybe they do? I think every world citizen's every day would be improved. Might just be insects, feeding other insects. Without mosquitoes. Might ju- like maybe just feeding other insects is their only purpose. I uh, for other insects to eat them, possibly. Maybe like I know what spiders do. Spiders also eat other things too, though. Yeah. I don't know. CDC get to work on the mosquito repellent thing. Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. <laughs> and you know why? Because the people who sell us the bug sprays can't even get it figured out. Well, they might not want want to. Like off, like off might be a big player. Maybe they're for the mosquitoes. They want mosquitoes to bite us. Exactly. Big. Uh, That's how they make their money. It's like the pharmaceutical I companies. Think maybe there might be like a big conspiracy going on here. A big chain of events. Everybody's working hand in hand to expand the mosquito population. Imagine making a product like like what if suntan lotion was like that. This is almost. I mean. If suntan lotion was like what? Like, if it was like how we not think it's actually working? Or like how... Suntan lotion does work, though. Like how we thought SPF 50 and SPF 5, and you pay more. I don't know if it is more. I've never actually bought sun serum. So if, is SPF 50 more money than the SPF 5? 
I don't think there is a five. I think the lowest might be like twenty. Okay. So five is basically your regular skin. You're just putting something I don't think that's on true for at all. I mean SPF goes as high as like fifty. Sometimes I think it might even go higher. There are certain prescription brands that go way high. Where you actually come back from the beach whiter than when you got there. So I'm saying like what if they're all just the same? What if they're just like a liquid? And they're all just and they're just selling upcharging yeah. for the higher SPFs? Yeah. Mm, maybe. We're just making so, you feel safe about it. I don't think so, though. And they're giving you skin cancer. And then they blame the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to buy more of our product. Yeah. Eh. Who knows? These things are never going to be answered. <laughs> never going to be answered. I always think about the people who created these things. Think about the guy who created the little... Uh, the little umbrella in co- in cocktails. Somebody had to come up with that. See, like I see, I don't think that serves a purpose. It does. That's the invention. But I you guarantee think, you, you think that, that that guy's a millionaire. Could be. Just he got. Is it patentable? Rich on umbrella cocktails. Oh, cocktail umbrellas. Is there anything like patentable about that? Yeah. Like you think he has a patent on it? I'm pretty sure he does. What about the guy who makes the little plastic piece at the end of your shoelace? The chalet? Is that what that's called? Pretty sure. A chalet? Yeah, I think so. I didn't even know that was a that was a thing. Yeah. Who makes them? He's rich. Do you think there's a patent on that? There could. What is the? I guess yeah, it's very helpful because otherwise you wouldn't be able to lace your you shoes. You can't lace your shoes without that. It's huge. It's a great product when really all it is is cylindrical plastic. See, like the ones like on my. Uh, hoodie things I always bite them and they end up coming off and then to get my string back in when it can't do it I have to light it with a lighter it makes it all hard oh okay or you could just not bite it I can't not bite it things to think about (laughs) things to think about Billy people are getting rich off of us selling us bug spray and chalets And possibly suntan lotion. And what do you think it makes costs to make a chalet? If chalet is actually the word. What can that possibly cost? I can't even see it costing a penny. <laughs> I can't see that costing anything. Does it cost a penny? No. I'm Maybe. I'm sure it costs a penny. Has Maybe. to cost at least a penny, right? Something like if you have a machine that molds the Or maybe plastic. you get like a hundred of them for a penny. Well, I'm sure that chalets come in different sizes, correct? Because there's different... Size laces, right? Yeah, all, different, all chalets gauge. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look up if they're even called chalets. I don't even know if they're called not, chalets. I'm not even a thousand percent sure about that. Let's look. Where it did up. you get chalets from? If you're not even a thousand percent sure. I think a snapple fact. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, think about it. The guy who came up with the chalet, we'll call it that until you get the actual answer, is a millionaire, if not a billionaire, because everybody has them. Everybody needs them. Close. An aglet. An aglet. Everybody needs them. Everybody. A-G-L-E-T. Everybody. There is not a person in this world. I was close. Not a person in this world that does not, at one point or another in their life, used an aglet. They're on everything. I'm seeing if someone owns the patent. Does someone own the patent? Just say, does someone own aglets? 
Well, plenty of people own aglets. Imagine I got a that. whole rack of aglets we over there. We sit here every single Thursday, and we drop episodes of the Garage Party Podcast every Friday. And you know why we do that? Because we're trying to get big, and we're trying to monetize it, and we're trying to make money. And somebody corners the aglet market. Imagine that. Somebody woke up one day and said, you know what sneakers need? Aglets. And I'm going to make them, and I'm going to make a billion dollars off them. And that's exactly what happened. Okay, so this goes way back. The Roman era. I mean, sneakers have been around forever. The Roman era. Well, I don't care about the, the beginning of the aglet. I'm talking about who makes them now. And who's made them for the past 50 years. Got to be a big company. Popularized by an English inventor named Harvey Kennedy, who is said to have earned, want to guess? Is this how much money on the aglet? Yep. And this was in 1790s. Million? You going with a million? 1790? Cool are we talking about money? Just off the production of the little knotty piece at the end of your shoe. But are we talking about the money now or what he made back then? Not adjusted for inflation. How much he made then? 1790? Yeah. 10 grand? 2.5 million. 2.5 million in 1790? That was probably like 80 billion. <laughs> I do inflation. That was probably like 80 billion dollars on the aglet. Well, wait, where was he also? He was in England. So euros. But this was coming from a Huffington Post article, so it may have already been adjusted for inflation, honestly. Okay. $2.5 million, though. Off the aglet. That's in <laughs> 1790, though. Who makes them now? They're put there by special machines. The machines wrap plastic tape around the end of the new shoelaces and use heat or chemicals to melt the plastic onto the shoelace and bond the plastic to itself. So do you think Nike and Jordan and Puma... They do it themselves. They do it themselves, right? Yeah, I'd imagine so. So really, it's this Harvey Kennedy that channeled and cornered the aglet market. For that period, yeah. Well, he set the tone. Yeah. He set the tone, and everybody's been using them ever since. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. Important stuff. Listen, you learn something new every day on the Garage Party Podcast. And today, it was uh, the aglet. And Rich doesn't want to go to space. That's not true. I said I would. I said I would go. To a live stream? Maybe a... Live stream from space. Episode 30? You know? Episode 13. Like Apollo 13. So within the next seven weeks, we'll be trained to go to to Mars. Yeah. I hope you're right. No, there's some I logistical issues, right. but we'll get over them. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like, I'm looking up a good joke to close the show with, just so you know what I'm doing here. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm trying to find a good one to, uh... <laughs> well, he does that. Should I do, uh, do we want a dirty joke? Do we want a, what do we want? Dirty joke? Standard joke? Just hit me with something. Hit you with something. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this one or another <laughs> one. I'm torn between two jokes. Where is this coming from? You just Googled 
I literally Googled good jokes. Good jokes. (laughs) Uh, Why do do vegetarians give good head? I don't know. Because they're used to eating nuts. Eh? Uh, Not good? That wasn't good. Pittsburgh, definitely better. Yeah. You really worked hard on that. Tits my thing, my delivery was terrible. You worked L- hard on little that. do they know it took three times. You worked hard on that. Look, took three tries. Yeah. Should we include those on the uh, the bloopers? Blooper reel? Nah, probably not. Blooper reel's growing though. Blooper reel is growing. Good show today. Good show. What are we at? Fifty-seven minutes. Well, nice. yeah, I think it's a little less than that because uh, I had it running okay. for some of those blunders. Good show though. Yeah, went down some more rabbit holes. I know you were uh, you're always in for those. A lot of hypotheticals on the show today. I'm gonna try to get us a guest for episode seven. You've been saying that for a couple weeks now. No, I wanted us to get like several episodes under our belt first before we uh, start introducing guests. But I'm gonna try to get us a guest. And we're taking a break this week on the Fat Fuck Adventure. It'll be back next week. Maybe we'll bring it back next week. Maybe oh, two we weeks. can end the show with that. End the show with, with what? a little uh, little preview of what? Got something special in that box right there. What do we got? Oh boy, oh boy! I thought the show was done, and look at Billy—he's uh—he's breaking it out. Oh! <laughs> Throw these suckers on. Yeah, absolutely. So, you want to explain this while I put them on? Should I uh, take the headset off first? Uh, see, if it, see if it works. You may have to take it off, yeah. But what these that Rich is throwing on now are drunk goggles. So what Rich is seeing inside of. Those goggles is supposed to be like he's blackout drunk, and he can't even get his headset back on. You're all tangled. Let me help you. There you go. <laughs> backwards. We're back. That's backwards. There you go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. How do I look? You look ridiculous. <laughs> it's pretty much what I figured. <laughs> it looks like uh. Steve Buscemi so, and Mr. Deeds. <laughs> I was waving at that squirrel over there. So, uh, what the hell are you showing me? I can't see anything. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, basically, what... So, if you're listening and not watching... Boy, these are interesting. This is they, actually they look, what it's like when you're drunk. They look like ski goggles. Good, stand up. You might be. You might get cut off camera a little bit, but stand up a little bit. See what's going on. Don't step on Mellow. <laughs> I'll wait until we're off and then you can film that and throw it on the YouTube wow Whew. so we're going to mess around with these drunk goggles head over to our YouTube make sure you subscribe to see some funny content also be on the Instagram at Garage Party Podcast and probably the TikTok as well at Garage Party Podcast Rich is having some fun with these goggles so I think what we uh, Billy told me that he uh, bought these things and one of the ideas, we, we tried to come up with ideas of things that we can do while wearing them. Wow, this is interesting. Uh, <laughs> one of the things, we tried to come up with ideas of things we could do while having these drunk goggles on. And I think one of the things we're going to try to do is cook. I think it will be really funny. I think it would be good content for us to try to cook with these things on. Although, I don't know how good the food's going to turn out. But I think it would be interesting. It's more about the challenge of trying to complete a task. Yeah. Wearing these, which Rich could barely put his headphones I'm, on, so I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't see how, um, 
we're going to be able to do much of anything in these things. Are you looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't see how we're going to be able to do anything because I got to be honest with you. These are these are pretty tough. Your lights actually tripping me out here. How many of them do you see? Oh, it looks like a giant it literally looks like the ending of ET. It looks like I'm I'm going home. You found home? You phone home? I guess. They found me. Do you see multiple of me? Uh, at least three. Yeah. At least three. <laughs> it doesn't look like you're looking at me at all. I'm, I think I'm staring right at you. Yeah. I see you. Pick the one in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be uh, good content. Do your jab now. Let's see. All right. He hit it. There we go. It's because I found it. Where'd you go? <laughs> oh wow these are gonna be interesting all right well i think that's a show that's a show what a preview though for episode seven for these people huh <laughs> keep an eye on the youtube wait till you see what we do with these damn things should be some good content coming everywhere so that's youtube spotify soundcloud google podcasts Instagram at Garage Party Podcast, TikTok. Oh, let's see if you can write your name. Write your name on there. That'll close it out. Write my name, or should I write like a sentence? Uh, I'll, write, write, I'll write a note to the fans. Okay. Try and write in between the lines. What? Like, pick a line and just try and write in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Have a good day, everyone. Peace.